Welcome to Rage You Nerds, I am Mr. Cack, and joining me on a Tuesday, a special Tuesday edition, because yesterday was Memorial Day, and gosh dang it, I had too much fun in the sun to be here that night. Uh, and joining me on this Tuesday is Al Buterol Man, lovingly referred to as Al. Welcome, sir. Hello. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we last did this in any capacity. And during that time, I got my voice back. So, hey, I'm excited. Uh, there you I no go. longer sound awful. Like, the last, like, couple of YouTube videos I've posted of ours has just made me... It's just hurt me on the inside because I sound <laughs> horrific. You all sound great. I sound bad. All right, well, so, Al, we got a couple things to talk about. Some good, some bad, some Halo. Uh, and we're going <laughs> to burn through some housekeeping stuff. Did we ever discuss the end of Moon Knight? We did not. All right, let's do that right quick then. So the Moon okay. Knight series has come out. We've seen all six episodes. We had our thoughts going into it weekly. And now there's been some time for us to not only digest the sixth and final episode, uh, but about, what, a month for us to process how we truly feel about it. I was starting to feel this way already, Al, but I am curious to know how you feel about the Moon Knight. What did you think episode six and... I guess, like, retro, retroactively, the rest, like, the full series. How did you feel about it? I love the whole series. Um, I I wish there was more. Uh, I can't wait for more Moon Knight to come out. Um, it That ending of giving us finally what everybody wanted at the, at the end um, was great. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here with him and how he incorporates into the MCU. Plus, um, Steven and Mark thinking they're free of Khonshu, but they're actually not. So eventually they're going to find out they got they have their own powers still. So it's going to be interesting where this goes from here on out. I agree. I, you know, my biggest issue with this whole series now in, like, like the post-Carnage report, and not so much feeling it in the moment, though I started to feel it as we got to, like, episode five, is part of me wish that we had more Moon Knight in the Moon Knight series. And now, that is not anything about Episode 6. Episode 6 gave you plenty of Moon Knight. It gave you not only Moon Knight, it gave you the swap between the two versions of Moon Knight, between Steven and Mark. And you also got to see, um, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Layla? Uh, Lila? Layla. Layla? You got to see her as an avatar, and she looked really cool. She reminded me of a character, I know she has like an actual Marvel counterpart name for that for that character design uh, but she reminded me of the character isis uh used in um smite which is a, a video game mm -hmm. on both console and pc uh, but her wings like the metallic wings and how she used that as kind of her fighting ability reminded me of the character isis which of course is based on the egyptian goddess isis and that's why Probably the it started connecting in the, some dots there. Granted, that's not the avatar that she was portraying. It wasn't Isis's avatar. It, it was the hippo. Yeah, the hippopotamus. Uh, but I'm I'm curious to see. We got the we got the third avatar. I am genuinely curious to see. Uh, hello, nerds. I'm back to watch the streams. Well, welcome back, Fraught Relic. We've missed you. Uh, also, we've been disappeared for a while. So uh, we're all back. We're all back. Uh, but uh, I, you know. We get we get a little bit of our Jake Lockley there at the end, and I am I like it because it seems to imply that there's going to be a Moon Knight two, 
You know, it, it may not be, it might not be season two. It may just be like another mini series based on Moon Knight, or maybe they use it to tie in to another kind of dark MCU character. Uh, maybe, maybe we get a strapping young Kit Harrington with his cursed sword. Maybe we get, we won't get Blade because Blade's gonna have his own movie, but it'd still be nice. Yeah. Be nice, kind of like how DC has their uh, has their Dark Justice League. It'd be nice if Marvel had kind of like a dark Avengers, which isn't that a thing? Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's like uh, like Revengers or something. Uh, uh, not Defenders. We don't want Defenders. We don't need the Defenders. The Defenders are their own thing, and maybe they'll re-pop up in the MCU. But uh, my heart was racing when I saw Jake in the credit scene. So, yeah, I mean, episode six, honestly, to me, was like my favorite episode in terms of getting a lot of uh, getting cool stuff, right? We got we got godly Egyptian kaiju battles. We got <laughs> multiple multiple avatars being used, which now makes me happy because it leads me to believe that should the next set of avatars get selected for maybe some of the the previous avatars that maybe didn't make it out of this adventure or maybe some future gods getting released off the shelves uh, during all the tomfoolery. Maybe we'll see more fighting suited up avatars, and that's a very interesting possibility for me. Um, but I mean, like this was great. We got Moon Knight. We got to see him fight. We had a little tease there where Moon, where both Mark and Steven black out in the middle of the fight, and just the game is over. And they're like, "Did you do that?" And it's like, "No." <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, you know, honestly, for what it was, I thought Moon Knight was great. If I could be selfish and spoiled, I wish it was better. But honestly, for what it was, for a character I didn't know, I thought it was very clever. I thought there was some really good things. I, I thought it was great. Like, if you like anything about, like, the analysis into, like, I guess, like, the psychology of just humans, like, it's a very interesting case study. I could see, I could see academic, uh, I could see academics taking this series and <laughs> creating some homework assignments of deep analysis upon it, because it is. It was a very interesting look into trauma, uh, and, and kind of how it plays out and how it's not just a very simple. I experienced this trauma, but I'll use my strength to overcome it because that's a very comic book way to handle it. A very real way to handle it is you suppress the shit out of it and you don't know at times and maybe you do but you don't fully understand and it's just kind of this fragmented thing that eventually rolls out and it's ugly it's not coherent it's not perfect and it's just that's life man and that's kind of what we got out of mark and steven i'm glad that they've unified but i mean clearly they're not perfect they're still having to strap themselves in because they're concerned that there might be a third person in them already <laughs> Uh, let's see. Front Relic says, I really liked episode six. I know some people hate it or just don't like it, but the CG was good. Agreed. Uh, Steven and Mark working together was cool. Yes. And Layla becoming an avatar was awesome. Agreed. Agreed. So, Al, to you, if there is a second season or a second mini series based on Moon Knight, is there anything explicit that you would like to see out of that? Uh, uh, you know, it, it's going to have to be them three coming together and learning how to cooperate with each other. Um, and then, uh, Khonshu trying to work with them is going to be interesting. I, I don't know if there will be a second season or not. The fact that they changed it from series finale to season finale was a big deal. Um, so it'll be interesting where it goes from here. You know, there, there was no talks about it being a second season. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting for sure how they incorporate that into the MCU and bring him into the MCU because like, 
it's a it's a big character to bring into the MCU just off the bat. So I'm going to say this, and it's not meant to be negative, and I feel like sometimes it gets taken that way if you refer to something this way. But I think Moon Knight, to me, feels like a character that is better built for a series as opposed to a singular movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I would I would argue, honestly, I feel like Batman is probably better for a series as opposed to a one-off movie because it's just burdensome to try to get all that you want to uh, of what all there is to deep dive into a Batman-like character. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, like Iron Man, he's a spectacle. There's a bunch of goofy stuff happening. Robert Downey Jr., wink, wink, I'm charming. Like, sure, that's a movie. Uh, but like an actual character that has like some some something to sink your teeth into and kind of help gnaw on for a little bit. I feel like those are better explored with series, but it still feels like at times it's almost uh, a negative to say that something it's like saying that something should be made for TV as opposed for a blockbuster in the films. But I don't know. Marvel makes way too much money. Disney prints money at this point. Well, Disney, maybe not Disney. Disney's probably experiencing some issues now that they're going to war with Florida and have made some (laughs) uh, interesting choices with everything. Uh, But Marvel itself is producing money so easily that I just it kind of feels like they can they can say hey this property let's make it just a series and explore it but the the end goal I feel like to really highlight how awesome and because you have Oscar Isaacs as the as the main as the leading character he's got to be in a movie next right he has to be in a movie oh yeah what movie I don't know <laughs> I don't know what movie it may be uh uh really uh glad to hear your voice is better Mr. Cack you have no idea the worst two weeks of my life. I literally didn't have a 100% voice for freaking two weeks. It was unbearable. Uh, and agree. Thank you. Um, but all right. So that's Moon Knight. That's good. That's a good thing. We both, even though maybe I had some some questions and criticisms, they were like nitpicky stuff. It was nitpicky stuff, honestly. Moon Knight, we loved. We loved. Now, Al, there's another series that recently came <laughs> to an end. And it was Halo. And there was nine episodes, Al. And there was probably about two episodes. Maybe an episode and a half that I thoroughly enjoyed. And the other episodes had Master Chief having sex, Master Chief's ass cheeks, and then just a lot of other crap that I didn't <laughs> care for. Pretty much anything involving the, the girl and her family's dispute on Madrigal or whatever, which I didn't care about. Maki, I honestly didn't care about. She was a plot device. I just wish she wasn't a plot device for Master Chief sex. (laughs) (laughs) I just wish that wasn't the case. But finally she served her purpose and got the old old, uh, Kai special. (laughs) Gun down. That's cool. I appreciate that. Um... I don't know. What'd you think, Al? We've got we've we know there's for sure a season two unless the fan backlash is so negative that it, it just completely halts the project. But season one down, do you have any hope for season two? Uh I have no hope for season two. Um <laughs> the the season finale was actually okay. You know, there was a lot of fighting in that one, a lot of action. It yeah, yeah. I appreciated that one. Um but other than that, it was utterly heart garbage. Um <laughs> <laughs> it 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 was a pile of piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it it just did not do it for me. It's not what I was expecting from a Halo series at all, and I don't think anybody else in the world was either. I, I you know we've talked about this before. I am genuinely curious if this has registered for 
for maybe fans that aren't diehard fans. Because, like, you've said it before, and it, and it seems to be that's how it's also been construed on, like, the interwebs when, when like, some of the episodes were rolling out, is that maybe this was designed for, like, the significant others of people that loved Halo. I, I just don't know if the story was strong enough with its alternative beats of a love interest and, and exploring some of these other random non-Master Chief characters. I don't know if that was strong enough to really lure in people, right? Like, it's kind of a weak story, man. Yeah. For for being based on a video game that has kind of, if we're just honest, Halo doesn't have necessarily the most masterpiece story, right? I mean, it's essentially just a war novel that probably borrowed a lot of heavy elements from other successful things and incorporated into itself. It's just basically a space western without, you know, all the good storytelling. <laughs> there, there, there's some moments, right? Like Master Chief and and his relationship with Cortana and, and the exploration of like what he's doing and what it means and like the bigger scope. And you got some alien religious fanatics, so you can pawn off any kind of religious fanaticism on an alien culture and explore that without it being threatening to us humans who are <laughs> maybe some fanatics too. Uh, but it, it's not the best story. But like this, man, I don't know who this. Who was this series for? I, I have no idea. You log on Paramount Plus and it like advertises uh, like Halo and like a very uh, critics are saying uh, not uh, this is more than the video game or some bullcrap. And it's just like, I don't know who this was meant for. <laughs> I hope they enjoyed it. Like whoever this was meant for, I hope you enjoyed this. I don't know if I did. I, I watched it out of obligation, not enjoyment. <laughs> It's like one of those it, things, like, I started, I had to finish. It was definitely but, a struggle. Yeah, I was going to say, Al, so we know we're getting a second season. We're not yet quite to the ring. My, what do you, I don't know, if you were fan casting or fan writing or just fan directing, what would you do, what would you like to see in season two in hopes of saving this for who cares? Who cares? I mean, the the prime demographic are the ones that aren't the loyal fa- Halo f- rabid fan base. But how would you go about trying to rework in the the video game lovers of Halo back into this series that we thought was made for them? Uh, you're gonna have to get to the ring. You're gonna have to get to the flood. You're gonna have to incorporate more action of Master Chief being a badass. There, we don't need the side story of the girl and her family or wherever the fuck they are. <laughs> and we we don't need a love interest with Master Chief. The fact that Cortana now has taken over Master Chief, he should just be able to go out and obliterate whatever fucking person he wants. Oh, yeah. That, that's uh, You got a good point there. Master Chief, currently, we don't know if it's the true Master Chief. Now, I'd be excited. And I know they're not going to do this because they have Pablo Schreiber and they seem to really like Pablo Schreiber because he's a good-looking person. Um, and he, he has a nice voice, I guess. I'd be interested if the merging between Cortana and Master Chief, we know it's not going to stick, or at least it shouldn't stick. I'd be curious if, if doing that, coming out of that, Master Chief isn't the Master Chief he once was. Like, he's more, maybe more subdued, maybe he's more of the Master Chief we know from the video games, because I would assume a sentient AI crafted on an actual human being's brain forcefully taking over your entire nervous system and and essentially subduing your own conscious personality probably has to have some kind of jarring scarring effect right <laughs> probably 
man, I'm going to be so upset when they just gloss over that and Cortana switches off and he's just like, well, I'm Master Chief again. <laughs> Kai, come here and have sex with me. I, like, that's just going to upset me. It's probably going to happen, but I, I definitely don't want it. But Al, there's something that we do want, and that's Stranger Things Volume 1. So Stranger Things Volume 1, if you've seen it, we hope you enjoyed it. I will try not to go to identification of spoiler topics, but I will say I thoroughly enjoyed Volume 1. I thought Volume 1 was great. I thought it was a much better step up from Stranger Things 2. And I don't know how people honestly felt about Stranger Things 3, but I kind of like the mall scenario. So I I think it's more coherent. It's definitely a more coherent, granted, it's still a bit out there, a much more coherent story, I feel like, than 3 where it's like, all right, there's a mall. Also, there's zombies. Also, there's a big flesh monster. Also, the Russians are under the mall. Also, the <laughs> Russians own the mall. <laughs> so, like, there was a lot going on there that was kind of like a little bit jarring to piece together. This one, I feel like, uh, you know, granted, still a bit out there with some of its beats, I felt like was was a pretty good. And we had some new characters. So, uh, Al, how did you feel about Volume 1? We're waiting until July 1st for Volume 2. Oh, I've, I've loved it. It's been great. Um, it's a lot more darker, which is very nice um, to see that we're actually getting into the dark aspect of what Stranger Things should be about. Um, it It is definitely more coherent, and it has a better story than probably two and three. Um, it still goes all over the place, but that is understandable because we where we know where everybody is at in the world right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm ready for volume two, um, especially because they're going to be pretty long. Um, I understand why Netflix did that probably because, you know, they have their other TV show that comes out in June and then Amazon has the boys coming out in June. So, you know, saving something for July is understandable. I I do question, I do question and I'm trying to think, so how it's going to work out for those that haven't seen it, volume one is the first six episodes and then the last or the first seven episodes, the first seven episodes and then the last two episodes of the season will be volume two coming out. Now, I say the last two episodes, but as Al alluded to, uh, episode eight is like an hour and almost 40 minutes, and then episode nine is two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. That's an MCU movie worth of content <laughs> on a singular episode. But still, like in one hand, I like agree you need to really put some space between nine and other things so that way you don't kill people trying to binge it all in one sit-in. Uh, because that's like the episode nine is almost it's ba- it's it's two episodes worth of content from like just the standard first couple episodes. Um, but it is one of those things where it's like I don't know. Why couldn't we have like scooted, scooted like a couple more episodes in there and made it more of a clean split? But story-wise, it makes total sense why we're stopping where we stopped. Because any further, you've gone too far. Any let, like any any, if you stopped it any sooner, you wouldn't have hit the the cliffhanger enough beat to really set up for what's what's probably to come in the final showdown. Of Stranger Things for, um, but I like it. I like I like Eleven story. I like I like eh, I like the Hawkins story. I like the Hawkins group. I like Eleven story. I like Eleven group. 
I like the Russian story. I like the Russian group. The one storyline that's kind of weak, even though a character tries to salvage it, is the California beat. But Argyle, how do you feel about Argyle, Al? <laughs> oh, Argyle. <laughs> that, that is an interesting character to bring into this show for sure. Um, uh, you know, I guess he brings that California beat of the 80s. I, I, don't, I wouldn't know. I've never been there. So it, it's interesting to see how they portrayed him. Yeah, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say it's it's it, they they didn't they didn't go all the way with something I thought they were going to based on how kind of the first episode rolled out, and that's the tension and divide between the core friend group from the very start of the series. The the what is it? Five boys: Finn Wolfhard, guy that's missing his collarbone and teeth, Will, and uh, uh, Sinclair. Yeah, what's his name? Is it Teddy? Uh, no. I can't remember his first name to save my life. I, know, I can't either. But so the main four guys, um, I wish what they would have done since, since since Sinclair was on the basketball team and trying to improve his social standing, I wish they would have done a better job because, I mean, it's there, it's present, but there isn't enough friction between those two because, I mean, that's part of high school, right? Is friend groups falling apart and falling out? I mean, I guess not all friend groups have the 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 saving the world from upside down terror for you know two or like a, a year and a half or two years uh to to really keep them bonded but i would have liked to be more division between the groups and i think will honestly is probably going to be the biggest division if yeah. if his story actually ever plays out but if we keep getting will and it's like will's going to do something nope he got relegated and stopped like will keeps getting subdued even though he he gets some moments in, and there's a lot of fan memes about what it was he was painting, uh, because we never we never see it, right? We never see his no. painting for the class assignment. Uh, there's a lot of thought there. There's a lot of there's actually a lot. There's a lot of fan. Lucas, Lucas, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lucas Sinclair. So there's a lot of speculation. I hate Will's bowl cut. Um, Eleven, I love her long hair and how she tries to keep things together because. That's probably how we all felt at some point going through high school. It's <laughs> just lying our way through it, even though it's just hell all around us. <laughs> um, I liked Eleven this season. I feel like there was a couple seasons. Three, I really don't remember a bunch. I mean, it was more her and the Mike relationship, and that was kind of eh. Uh, yeah. And then season two, I, I didn't like her dark turn. I understood it. I didn't like it. Um, so I think I, I've come back around, and, and this has been a, a nice save face for Eleven, and all it took was like, losing her powers and making her struggle. Apparently that's what we want in our our heroes and heroines. We want them to have adversity to overcome. It makes them more relatable. Um, Dustin and Steve still have a pretty intricate but weird <laughs> relationship now, which is, I mean, honestly, I love it. Uh, I, I would honestly say my only complaints aren't my actual complaints. They're just like stray observations from my wife who hasn't seen it. <laughs> seasons two or three and didn't really watch season one, but she started watching season four with me. Uh, and she's like, she's like, there's so much going on. I'm like, yeah, that's probably the biggest issue, right? Is the story jumps around a lot of locations. Uh, and she's like, you know, I'd be fine if we just kind of dropped one story altogether and just focus on the other. I'm like, yeah, that's probably understandable. Uh, so someone that hasn't been caught up with the series, someone that's not truly invested into it, so just kind of a stray observer, someone that maybe Netflix is hoping to hook in, 
Uh, her criticism is get rid of the Russian story. And, you know, it, it really isn't that bad of a qualm. Uh, it does seem like in Volume 2, though, them them Russians might be up to something nefarious yep. uh, in that prison. I don't know if you've seen... Uh, I think it's a I think it's an unofficial leak of like a teaser trailer that's been circulating on the internet for uh, volume two, uh, but it's been shut down by Netflix on a couple of of websites. Okay. So that's how you that's how you know it's good. Um, but I found one on YouTube that still works, um, and it seems like there is some very interesting things awaiting us uh, in volume two in these last two episodes. But Stranger Things four volume one. Uh, like I like it. Uh, Stephanie compared it to the uh, Fear Street series, and I'm like, yeah, you're not you're not too wrong. Yeah, and she yeah, actually liked she liked uh, she liked that trilogy of of movies. So uh, Netflix, you know, you you you're doing good. You're doing good. And I thought I thought this was probably the second best series of Stranger Things so far. Very strong, very strong season. A lot of good stuff. Not not a lot of overly campy, horrific stuff. Some of the new characters actually land pretty successfully. Um, uh, the the druggy guy, what's his name? Who? Uh, the uh, the long haired Eddie. Long haired Eddie. Satanic Eddie. panic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Eddie. Eddie's been. I didn't know how I was gonna feel about Eddie. Eddie is a pretty all right, especially in this instance where um you have the basketball game and the D and D game going on at the same time. Him as a dungeon master within the D&D setting made me like Eddie a lot more than how I was feeling about Eddie leading up to that point. Oh, yeah. Because, like, his little, like, cafeteria charade of, oh, you people are just sheep going through, ah, okay, whatever, Eddie, calm down. But, like, him actually being in the, 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 you see how happy he is to be being a dungeon master and seeing people play the game and enjoying it. Uh, so you see that he is kind of a softy at heart, uh, even though he sells illicit drugs to <laughs> to high schoolers. I mean, he's a high schooler, but it sounds like he should have graduated at least two <laughs> years ago. So uh, maybe maybe that's a that's a slippery slope there. Uh, but I don't know. It was cool. I don't like the uh, I don't like the the all American basketball player guy. I don't, oh, I don't yeah, like. I yeah. I, he's supposed to be staged as a villain, but like when he appeared. Stephanie, like it was him talking before the crowd, and I hate that he co-ops. I hate that he co-ops misfortune for his own personal platform. But like Stephanie's like, oh, he he could probably be a like a one of those like he'd probably be a pre he could probably be a pastor. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like if they if they do Stranger Things five and they just like legitimately jump ahead and kind of do it like it where like they're now adults. <laughs> And they're coming back to to Hawkins, and there's evil stuff. If if that guy's like either the mayor or the preacher of the town, and still kind of sowing his discontent, I think that would be awesome because he is such a wormy little shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't like him, man. And that's good. I mean, that's uh, clearly he was designed for me not to like. So I appreciate the character development there. But yeah, Stranger Things Volume One. Al, go watch it and me and you are going to be excited because volume two will be here before you know it and we can talk about that yep though it does suck i really wish we could have finished this off i really want to know what happens now yeah yeah for sure and i wasn't as much jazzed about it after finishing volume one it wasn't until i saw the teaser trailer for what lies ahead that that really got me like man i have to 
see this. You know what else we have to see? Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, Al, there's been two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. How you feeling about Obi-Wan Kenobi? Are you a big Star Wars fan? Oh, I, I've loved every bit of this. Um, you know, w the fact that first episode, we, we get the Inquisitors. Um, they have a showdown with uh, Uncle Ben, or what is that his name? Or Uncle Lewis. Lewis, wasn't it? Um, and, and then, you know, the second episode, we get to go to Alderaan and see L young Leia. That 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 is that was needed um, in the story. I think it's gonna play a big part in this because she's gonna. This is her first time meeting Obi Wan, and that's how she's gonna remember who Obi Wan. Um, and, and then that ending of the second episode where uh, the it, it's it's just been great. I don't. I'm trying not to spoil anything, so it, it's <laughs> it's just been great. I, if you if you love Star Wars, you're gonna love these first two episodes. You're probably gonna love this whole series. Um, it looks great. It feels great. It gives you what you want. Yeah, I just I, I think back to when we were talking about uh, with the other two nerds, and they were like, and Jared, my brother, was like, I, I don't need any more Jedi's. I don't need any more of that. It's like, no, that's exactly what I want. I need more Jedi's, and I'm glad. You know, we haven't seen any any Jedi's going ham yet, but we've seen the dark side of the Force um, being used and. And for those that have seen Dave Filoni's animated works, have an idea that the third sister, who she happens to be, or at least her background story of, of you know, being uh, a fallen Jedi that was turned during the Order 66 to the dark side. Um, but yeah, I like the Inquisitors, man. I, I like I like Sith versus Jedi. I'm excited to see if Obi-Wan actually goes full Jedi in this and gets into a nice Jedi clash. Uh, we're, we're do something. Um, but I, I do like, I do like the, the, uh, the, the continued presence, the looming threat of the man in the jar, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Uh, I think they've been doing a really good job, uh, letting that slow burn yep. because the way that uh, second episode ended, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. And I think this is honestly a really interesting, depending on how the next few episodes go, but even in these first two episodes, I think it's set up an interesting way to kind of reflect and look back at A New Hope, which I guess in context of the canonical storyline, it's look ahead uh, <laughs> to A New Hope. But like uh, looking ahead and as you mentioned, um, getting the whole point of like, I never crossed my mind. I initially hated little Leia in this at first. But then as kind of the story played out, I enjoyed her a little bit more and kind of where the story was going with that. But then, yeah, it dawned on me. It's like, oh, crap. Like, she actually knew who Obi-Wan was. How the heck did she know who Obi-Wan was? Uh, and now we're setting up for the reason that she does know who Obi-Wan is. And that's that's perfect. Good job uh, clearing up a George Lucas plot hole. Because, <laughs> uh, like, he's Obi she knows he's Obi-Wan, but he's been hiding on this planet. Everyone else knows him as Ben Kenobi. Like, okay, but how'd that happen now? All right, starting to make a little bit more sense. Um, but, I, you know, I like it. I like Star Wars. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. My friend Reno happens to be a huge Star Wars nerd. He keeps me abreast of everything Star Wars related, any kind of like little Easter eggs or tidbits that I'm missing out on by watching this stuff because he's watched all of the Filoni uh, verse at this point in time. Uh, but yeah, it is interesting. I am excited to see where they go with it. I hope we get more Jedi. 
you know, we don't have to have a Jedi that comes in and becomes the the next darling. I just would like to see, uh, I w- you know, honestly, I would like to see the Grand Inquisitors hunt down an actual Jedi. They started it out, we got a brief glimpse, but then we never saw the, the kill. I want to see Inquisitors, no matter how many of it is of them, facing off with the Jedi, actually seeing that play out. That isn't Obi-Wan, so that way there is the 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 potential will they won't they kill the guy <laughs> that's what I want I want that but you know we don't always get what we want Al so this is the hard lesson I've learned but I am excited to see where everything goes we've got how many more episodes of that is this a six episode or I think it's six so there's I think, four I think it's six too <sighs> just enough to wet our whistle uh, until the boys and everything else actually the boys is this week right uh, I think so. June 3rd. Yeah, I think they dropped yeah. this week. Man, that's going to be nutty. There's going to be so much crap that's happening in that. You got you got uh you got them popping some some soup steroid. You got <laughs> Huey in politics leading the boys, so that's going to end poorly. Uh you got St- Homelander who is just oh man. De- derailing himself down crazy train, which honestly, Herogasm in the comics is about the point where he really starts to 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 tease the whole we can do whatever we want, yeah. Who can stand in our way, kind of thing. Um, especially especially if they if they if they bring in any government into the hero gasm storyline, because I, I think that's what kind of really set Homelander off of like why do we get regulated by these people? Uh, Gus Fring is still somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Juan Carlos Esposito uh, is still is still there. I, I I will always know him as Gus Fring. Uh, I've started I've started watching some of the clips of Better Call Saul, which apparently is like masterpiece TV returned. And some people I think might honestly think Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. Maybe not in the action. But like the actual story itself, I think a lot of people. I, don't know, I think it's. I think it's up there. Uh, so I might try to get into um, Better Call Saul because apparently it's great. Apparently it's like revolutionary. Huh. Uh, this crap they're doing. But it all. It all, it all just kind of makes me miss Breaking Bad. Is what it does. Um, but so you still got that, and you have um, Jensen Ackles coming into the fold oh, yeah. as as Soldier Boy, and I'm. <laughs> I'm ex I'm I'm excited, but optimistically scared. What they borrow from the from the con- from the graphic <laughs> novel and include in this, and and maybe what agency they give to their own version of Soldier Boy, because already from just the trailers alone, their Soldier Boy is different than the Soldier Boy we get uh, in the comics. The one we get in the comics is very underwhelming <laughs> probably the easiest the nicest politest he's not a little bitch kind of way to put it <laughs> but i don't know yeah but yeah so obi-wan we got a little sidetrack there but you know it is one of those things where it's almost 10 o'clock and get a little tired myself uh it may be three weeks from now <laughs> no just a, Alan, may, i may be here on fridays um the third 10th 17th and 24 but after that It'll be our, it'll, our next Monday stream will probably be the twenty seventh. Al, you just give me the word, buddy, and I'll, I'll okay. be on that. I'll be on that stream for you. <laughs> it's the summertime. I'm not stressing. You know, we've already we already had one week where it was just like, 
oh, we're not doing anything. <laughs> like literally Friday, Friday is when like Jared and TJ were like, TJ's like, I think I'm out tonight. Jared goes, I think we should all be out tonight. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right. They're like, yeah, I haven't had a Friday off. Let's do that. Yeah, there you so, go. It's summertime. Uh, yeah. The weather's getting warmer. The sun's out. We got to mow our yards. Like, yeah, sometimes you just got to enjoy it. But we'll be back this Friday. Uh, and Al, you are more than welcome to show up any Friday that you can. Uh, but please let me know in advance so that way I can make sure I have the four the four seater ready. <laughs> we'll do. Uh, but Al, thank you so much for chatting with me about some of the latest stuff that we're binging. Uh, Al and myself, it sounds like we won't return until later in the month of June. So try not to miss us. And if you do miss us, stop by on Fridays. Al will pop up on the occasional Friday, maybe a little bit more consistently uh, for at least the summer months as his schedule kind of goes in and out. Yeah. Um, but I myself... My brother Jared and our friend, the Funk TJ, will be here uh, pretty consistently on Fridays, unless we decide to take another Friday off. You know, and if we do, maybe I'll try to get something to throw up there. But if you miss us enough that you're like, dang it, I didn't see their content, then go to our YouTube channel. Watch our YouTube videos. Give it a subscribe. Give it a like, a thumbs up. Uh, and if you're like, oh, no, I need more more audio, but I don't need to see their faces, well, then... We're we're we've got a podcast on, on anywhere that you get your podcast. Go listen to us. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't unleashed a new podcast episode because it breaks my heart to listen to myself in audio format um, from these past two weeks. Uh, so our next podcast might literally be this episode where I'm actually happy with how voices sound. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's been it's been it's been trying times for a man that likes to use his voice. Um, but yeah, Al, uh, thank you so much. See you when I see you, buddy. All right. Sounds good. Front Relic, thank you so much for chatting with us. Anyone else that was lurking, we hope you had a good time. Uh, this channel will be back with content on Friday, this Friday, with more nerdy stuff as we look to discuss the latest nerdy news. Maybe we'll have us an Amber Heard, Johnny Depp defamation uh, uh uh, sentence or not sentence uh, <laughs> verdict read by that point and we can shoot the crap over that train wreck of humanity otherwise we'll probably talk about whatever benign stuff is happening in the nerdverse but yeah summer times man you just kind of got to roll with it uh okay goodbye <laughs> oh boy we're back we're back may god have mercy on all the souls